This week's Torah content has been sponsored by the Fishbines, who enjoy reading the sponsorship messages every week in honor of Chen and Max's wedding and with a tefillah for a lasting peace in Israel. This is Marcus Aurelius, Book 3, Paragraph 9, and it's a short one today. Reverence your faculty of judgment. On this, it entirely rests that your governing self no longer has a judgment disobedient to nature and to the state of a rational being. This judgment promises deliberateness, or another translation I saw was uh, freedom from hasty judgment, familiar friendship with men, and obedience to God. Um, now, before I have my, my comments here, let me just preface this. I feel like I, I, uh, I have to remind uh, everyone of this every once in a while. This is not a commentary, what I'm about to give. This is musings or meditations on meditations. Okay, so when I read this, the first thing I thought of was, um, it's interesting he says, reverence your faculty of judgment. And I thought that that's a little weird. Like, like, what does that mean? You're supposed to like show reverence to your own intellect. And then I associated to the line in um, in Chagiga, Parakshini uh, Mishnah Aleph, um, when it's talking about the areas that you're not allowed to uh, investigate, um, or that you can't investigate, I should say, um, uh, and it says, "Kol shalochas al kavod kono roilo shalobal olam." Anyone who doesn't have pity or mercy or compassion on the glory of his Creator, kavod kono, um, it would be better if he were never born. And the Ramam says. Uh, in his Pirish Mishnayos here, and I'm reading from the Kafik translation. So he says, uh, uh, take note, uh, contemplate this wondrous expression that was said with divine help. Uh, quote, one who does not have pity or, or uh, reverence or compassion, sorry, not reverence, pity or compassion or mercy on the glory of his creator. So he says, this refers to someone who does not have pity on his own intellect. Because the intellect is the glory of Hashem. Since he does not know the worth, the value of this thing that was given to him, so then he is uh, Mufkar, literally like rendered ownerless, or he's uh, abandoned into the hands of his desires, of his lusts, and his appetites, and he uh, becomes like an animal. V'kach amru mi ishlochas al kavakono zeha over avera baseser. Like Chazal uh, say elsewhere in on daf tezayinam at olive in Chagiga, uh, that the statement of a person who doesn't have uh, pity or mercy, mercy or compassion on the glory of his creator, uh, that is referring to someone who does an avera in secret. Of Amru b'makom Acher, and it says in another place, looks like this is in Tanhuma Naso Perik Hey, Ein Hamenafim Menafim Adshet Tichnas Bahem Ruch Shdus, that the adulterers do not adulterate uh, or do not commit adultery uh, unless a spirit of folly enters into them. Visa um, MS, and this is true. Shabbes. Because at the time of uh, lust or appetite, then uh, whatever appetite it is, then the intellect is not complete or it is not perfect. So I just found it interesting there that uh, there's a, 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 you know, a, a similar phraseology uh, that the Rambam has, uh, or really the Mishnah has, uh, to Aurelius. Aurelius says you have to revere or reverence your intellect, um, and uh, the Mishnah says you have to uh, have pity or compassion on it, but the Rambam explains that to mean someone who doesn't appreciate its value. Uh, and then he also ties that to 
Um, you know, so the, the context in the Mishnah, which he, he did explain earlier, you should l- really look at that Ramam for the full uh, treatment of it. Uh, the primary context in that Mishnah is when you misuse your intellect, when you try to know something that is beyond the human capacity to know, or when you are, yourself are not on the level to know it. Um, but then he he tied it uh, based on those Gemaras uh, or the Midrash to um, someone who does an Avera in secret. And I think that, <laughs> that interestingly enough, um, relates to the very last thing that Aurelius said in the previous paragraph of um, you will find nothing servile or artificial, nor no dependence on others, nor de- detachment from them, nothing worthy of blame, nothing that needs a hiding place. <laughs> so I think that's interesting also, the, uh, the idea that if you do an Avera in secret, uh, thinking that somehow like it is... Uh, it's you know less real because no one is seeing you do it. So then that is a form of not having reverence for your intellect and not appreciating its worth. Something to think about. And then the last thing uh, is I, I I chuckled to myself when I when I read this um, that uh, he said in our paragraph here. Um, uh, on this, it entirely rests that your governing self no longer has a judgment, disobedient to nature, and to the estate of a rational being. So I, I liked—I don't know what the obviously I don't know what the real uh, original language is, but the estate of a rational being. So I was thinking that is true real estate, uh, and uh, you know, because what is your real estate? Your real estate is uh, your 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 telemelokim, your knowledge, your judgment, your application of free will. So I guess I can say to people when they ask me what you know what what I do for a living, I'm in the real estate business.